When you need your work truck to work as hard as you do, trust Delphi Technologies to deliver the parts built for the toughest work environments. From construction sites to long distance hauling, go with the aftermarket supplier known for its 100 plus years of OE heritage and expertise. Go to DelphiAftermarket.com today. Welcome everybody to the podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Ross. Now, today my guest is Paul Reed, the showroom guy, but we're going to give him a new name this episode. Uh, we're going to call him the stockroom guy because uh, we're, we've are we been talking a lot about the importance of being able to have an efficient and effective inventory area. Uh, you know, most of the jobbers out there who've been jobbers and warehouses have been out there for a while. Uh, you know, you, you start at a certain size, maybe you add onto the building, you add more shelving, you add a little here, you add a little there. Uh, and before you know it, you kind of have a bit of a dog's breakfast of how things are organized and maybe losing a lot of efficiencies. Uh, does, that, does that sound about right, Paul? Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. So uh, I guess first, tell me what kinds of problems you see out there. And, and then we'll talk about ways that those who have a real need for having an effective and efficient inventory system and, and shipping area can, can really make that happen. Yeah. Um, thanks, Andrew, for having me on. The biggest biggest issue I've seen, um, and I just saw a, a store in, uh, we'll say, northern Ontario in January, that uh, the, the original building had two containers attached to the outside that it was a maze around to get around and then this is where they did the, all their you know their pressure lines then over here you'd have to walk down through about 15 alleyways into this other area and these two units that they put on the outside of the building with interior entries were both for retail service so the front counter person would have to go through a maze of literally seven to ten minutes getting his way through into the back to make a pressure line or whatever he was doing and then fight his way back because the building just wasn't designed for it. But they just keep, kept attaching little pieces here, pieces there as they needed it, which is so inefficient. Yeah. You better just move, you know, you better take that space that you put in, uh, like the extra space, a container, use that for part storage and bring that, that actual retail, um, we'll say, uh, repair or uh, whatever you're making, a pressure line hose, bring it in, inside so it's close to the front camera. Everything's got to be close. It's got to be in and out. Yeah, I mean, that's some of the things we've talked about on the on the showroom side, too, is sort of retaining yeah. the efficiency of the customers. But, you know, in practice, you know, it, it, it seems like often the, the, the stockroom area, the inventory area, the shelving, it, it is that kind of, we're just going to add this on. Oh, we got this new line or we've got to get this new, you know, we need to get our minimum orders up on this. So we've got to add some more shelving. The building next door comes available. So they just kind of extend and extend it's, it, it, it and just yeah. add on to kind of the problems, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's just adding on to inefficiency. So, so how do you, how do you know when it's too far gone? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's never too far gone unless you have, way too much inventory we'll say like if you're hoarding a lot of stuff uh, because you can just rearrange things as i just said instead of you know manufacturing these you know high pressure lines at the back of the building take some dead stock or things that aren't you know you, if you have a good system uh computer system obviously or stock stock system it'll show you what's fast moving what's not 
if all the stuff that doesn't move in 30 days, I should go elsewhere. And that could go in the other rooms that you've added on to to utilize that as storage. Whereas anything, you know, that you're making, you know, custom built hoses, lines, stuff like that, high pressure lines, you bring that inside the building where it's readily available. Right, right. Now, I, I know that, you know, sometimes there's areas of uh, inventory, what maybe if you're having some PBE business and, uh, you know, so paints or chemicals, certainly those need to be handled in a specific way, uh, you know, due to fire and safety regulations and, and all that. So those certain yeah. things need to be in certain places for sure. Um, but is is this idea of having the 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 fast moving stuff at, at the front and being kind of more, I guess, flexible about how you inventory is that is that really where a, a lot of uh, businesses kind of fall down they, they just get stuck with certain things and they just keep adding on yeah where they keep adding on and, and they don't change things so you know in a lot of cases i'll see parts you know storage rooms where it's been the same thing for 30 years nothing's changed even though their 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 uh, sales have changed to items so you know the fast moving item has changed from one item to you know like 25 years ago everybody was machining the rotors on the cars or machining them off the car we weren't replacing rotors now they're disposable so you know now you just keep those in stock and close by so if you have that type of a part that's now inventory but it's a quick moving part you know that should be up front closest to the person so whether it's you know spark plugs we don't change like we used to anymore they're doing, you know, instead of 20K or 20,000 miles, they're getting 100,000 miles out of a spark plug today. So that's that used to be a fast moving part. Now it's not a fast moving part. Where right. your nuts, bolts, fittings, clips, those are fast moving things. Keep those all up front. The spark plugs can go back in a warehouse because you're not selling them like you used to. Right, right. Yeah, that's really to continue to, to evaluate. So, you know, just to kind of bring it down to the process, uh, you know, I, uh, uh, what, so what is the process then? You know, if I want to, evaluate and, and reconfigure my storeroom and I come to you and I say, hey, Paul, you know, I think we could do better here. We've got, uh, you know, X number of square feet, but we want to really make it work. Uh, yeah. And we don't, I don't feel like it's working. What's what's my process and, and what do I need to do? Well, I would go in um, and just look at your area first. Um, I would want you to go through your parts inventory and show me what's fastest moving. And then we could decide on what type of shelving or storage systems you need based on the parts that are selling fastest. So if they're brake rows, then we need flat shelving. If they're, you know, little widgets that can go into a, a, a rolling drawer system, then we can have shelving on top and all the widgets down below in a quick moving shelf, uh, like a drawer system, storage system. So they're still quickly available uh, and just properly stored. You're not, you know, putting the little cardboard box up top and everything's in a storage bin where it's, you know, on a roller system. Our drawers hold 440 pounds worth of weight. They can be really loaded up and they're all tagged. You can take, you know, have a bar scanner in front, scan it. It'll tell you, you know, based on your, if you have the right system, it'll tell you from your system how many is left in that drawer. So, you know, before you even have to open it, just scan it. I got four in there, pull it out, grab it. And as they go through the front counter and go off the counter to the consumer, it takes it off your inventory. Right, right. And how long does that kind of process take then to, to, I, mean, I suppose it's asking you a bit like how long is a piece of string, but uh, yeah, it depends how how big the facility is, how big their inventory is. Um, 
I've been to, like I say, some small parts stores that are well managed and they'll have half the facility as some other people have. And they're just like an oiled machine when they'll get to a place that's 20,000 square feet and it just doesn't work. You know, nothing's in the right place. It looks really good. Nothing flows properly. The things right. are just, you know, I, the items, the racking looks good, shuffling looks good, but nothing's in the right area. So they're still walking too far or need, you know, they all go back there at the end, you know, or first thing in the morning. I've always seen first thing in the morning, someone scrambling, looking for rotors. Even though it's their fastest moving part, someone forgot to bring it down from the third shelf. Now it needs a forklift to go get it. And it's a big rush. And then now you're putting safety in where someone's rushing a forklift, trying to get an item down off third, you know, 15 feet up and something could happen, right? So those things need to always be looked at. And I, I've learned from a lot of people, like good people in, the, in, in that industry that, you know, the big boss will, you'll go into his office and help a stack of, you know, the printer, uh, the printouts of all his fast moving parts. And he's highlighting what, what should be up front first. So that's, that's just inventory management. And systems today do that for you. Right, right. So getting the information that you need at, at hand it isn't certainly anywhere near as difficult as it was in times past where you had to do kind of oh, a lot yeah, of guesswork. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you, but you still need to put that information into action though, right? Yeah, yeah. Like when I started in the industry in the late 70s, uh, we had Cardex. So you go through a Cardex. I was working at a General Motors dealership. I was a service manager at 21. And I'm pulling card apps, learning how to, you know, so if I was in a rush and I forgot to mark off, you know, I just sold a set of brake pads over the front counter and I forgot to mark it off, put it back in the, the parts manager. When he came in, he just think, oh, I don't need order. I got enough in stock. So, you know, rather than doing fiscal inventory, he's just going by the card apps. And, you know, then someone's in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, that sounds like something that actually happened more than once. So, oh, God, it happens all the time back in the old days because no one. There wasn't always a follow-up process. It's so, I mean, it's. I'm going to say it's bulletproof, but again, it's it's only as good as information going into it, unless you have a scanner system that scans the item going in and out. If it's just still up to man, you know, human error, then there's always going to be human error. Right, right. One of, one of the other areas that you know, I've noticed again over the years, and and it is a bit of an ebb and flow situation, but a little more acute these days with the supply chain issues that a lot of folks are having it is that when something is available, especially if it's uh, you know relatively fast moving components, they kind of buy as much of it as they can possibly get now, yeah, uh, and and then they shove it in the back by the loading bay and maybe as far forward as they can get it but yeah maybe not where it's supposed to be and you know so what do you what do you do to deal with stuff like that uh that's sometimes hard because if they have a facility that's say seven thousand square feet and they have inventory that's fifteen thousand that needs a fifteen thousand square foot building it's going to get stacked up um you know and, and i understand their position you know if it's they're making another 20 percent on the part or the fact that they they'll lose business because they can't supply their client, which is more important than you know getting twenty percent off is losing a client. Is that they need to hoard the inventory. When you hoard inventory, as long as you stack properly place it somewhere, put additional racking if you have the space. If not, you've got to go through and get rid of stuff that you don't need that has moved for a long time and put it off site. You know, rent another facility, get a, a you know one of these big containers, throw it behind the building. Even those, those have gone up five times the price they used to be. But you've got to do that and put that stuff away out of the way and keep, even though it's 
fast moving, but it is dead stock until it becomes inventory or not shouldn't say inventory, but onto a shelf where that's going to be going out retail or into the shop. Yeah. So it's, so it can be kind of tricky, right? Yeah. It's, it's, you've got to really manage your square footage. And that's something I've always looked at is every square foot of space a needs to have a return on value to the, the owner and the fact that it has to be efficiently managed. It can't, you know, if you can save three inches on a walking space to keep it legit, we'll multiply that by 15 and then we've got an extra shelf in there. Right. Right. And, you know, and it gets to some of the issues, again, bringing it kind of back home to where we started, you know, making sure that whether it's, uh, you know, product going out the, the shipping door or if it's product being sold out by the at the counter, uh, that there's it's really efficient and effective for for the employees, too. Right. Yeah, it has to be really efficient and uh, efficiency is safety. Right. They, they go hand in hand. That right. it's efficient, it's 99.9%. If it's efficient, it's going to be safe. Um, right. Not having things left in the aisles where people can trip on, can't get past them, things like that. Uh, loading docks are the, the worst where stuff will get dropped off and not unpacked because everybody's too busy. You're better to pay someone a couple extra hours a week to disperse that inventory off that pallet, get the pallet outside and keep that, that flow going at your back door or your, you know, your, your, uh, um, docking door right That's right yeah again safety and and uh, efficiency uh making sure you know what you've got right i mean people get everybody yeah. gets busy and and uh yeah. you know people are wearing lots of different hats these days uh you, you got to make sure that stuff gets on the, in the system and on the shelf scanned in properly and so you know what you've got and you know where it is right yeah at all times you need to know where it is uh be accountable where where it is and um, how much inventory you obviously have. So yeah, it's, when you say safety, it's one of my biggest thing is, is making sure they're safe in the back. So some people will say, oh, let's, you know, make the aisles a little narrower and I get more, more inventory in there. No, it's better to be safe and have, you know, the legal amount of space you need in between, you know, shelves, three feet. Some guys will go 24 inches, but Again, that depends what, what you're doing on that aisle. If it's not a fast-moving aisle, that's okay. But fast-moving aisles need it where two people can go running by, you know, quickly pass each other. Right, right, right. All those human factors. Well, that's great, uh, Paul. Thank you for, for joining me today. I think uh, you get a couple of pointers, at least some things to think about for, for folks out there. It's a, you know, as a little process, you'd start with efficiency and safety, and, and uh, that will be your guide. Uh, thanks very much, Paul, for joining me today. Uh, thanks, everybody else, for uh, listening. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And we'll catch you next time on the Great Canadian Aftermarket Podcast. You're listening to the Great Canadian Aftermarket Podcast. Brought to you by the publishers of Indie Garage and Jobber Nation. Connect with us online at IndieGarage.ca and JobberNation.ca. A brand of Chat Integrated Media. Pothole damage to a vehicle's chassis is always a concern, no matter the size or time of year. If the worst does happen, you can count on Delphi Technologies steering and suspension parts to get your customers back on the road again. Learn more at DelphiAftermarket.com.